When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It don't matter how hot the girls are, if your music is lame. We can help with that, though. The Professional Adult Nightclub DJ Association presents Panda Off the Charts. Brand new tracks for the strip club industry to make your set sound fresher, more energized, and to keep things bumping. Here are your hosts, Danny Myers, Elon Fong, and Bob Chia Party. Man, Panda Off the Charts, we are in two 2024 now. This is a What's Hot in the Strip Clubs podcast on Pantheon Podcast Network. I'm Danny Myers. We've got Alon Fong and Bob Chia Party with us. Think about this, 2024. This is a big year for us in case um, you hadn't really put the math together. But uh, today, this actual episode is the ninth anniversary of Panda Off the Charts. It was nine years ago that we started Panda Off the Charts, and Bob's been with us about eight and a half of them. Uh, Alon, you've been uh, with us for, I don't know, seven? Sounds like, yeah, seven. So, uh, yeah, we got our nine-year anniversary for this show, and that's uh, this particular episode. So thank you all for subscribing and watching and viewing and listening. But here's what we've got. We've got some new music to bring to you. We also have a special guest. Andy Gould is going to be joining us. He is an artist, manager, um, a producer, does film, does music. Uh, he's incredible. And he's this whole long list of artists that he has worked with. You're, you're going to like this guy. Uh, we're going to bring him on. But we're going to... Uh, um, bring you some new music first. First of all, um, I've talked too much and I haven't let you guys get in here. Alon, everything good? All good, man. I- entertainment industry legend, Andy Gold. This is going to be amazing. I can't wait to talk to him. And uh, Danny, we got to give you credit, man. Happy anniversary. You're the, the 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 engine behind this train, man. And props to you to put down a show for nine freaking years. I know the other show, Panda Top 20, is nearing 10 years. Yes. And you are all self-taught. You taught yourself. You've grown so much, even in the seven years I've been involved. Uh, your skills in video, audio, artwork, everything. You deserve so much credit and and uh, uh, praise for what you do for not just the show, but for all Panda. So, yeah, congratulations, my friend. Thank you. Cheers, cheers to that, man. I, I got. I can't say this, you know I, more than what um, Alon just said, but uh, yeah, Danny, very proud of you of what you've done. I mean, you look at the list of of guests you've had on the show it's like phenomenal i mean and again nine years my god yeah What's you gonna, guys what can, are we gonna do for the the 10th anniversary you know, well we've got we've away. actually we've actually got the 10th anniversary of panda top 20 chart coming up in may so oh, that'll be cool wow. so then mm-hmm. we got a year to play on the other one but yeah. uh we got some new music here next year yeah I'm going to kick things off. I've got a um, a band called Ive that's spelled I-V-E. It's a um, South Korean girl pop band. And mm. um, they are, they're really good. And they teamed up with Saweetie on this mm. one. It's called All Night and see what you think of it. Hey, coming through the spot with my icy grills. Red lips, working bag in the newest Manolos. All my baddies get the bag. I ain't fucking with Dodos. Baddest bitch online, but I look better than my photos. Uh, put your lighters up. Throwing dirt on my name, make them bite the dust. Yes, the Amante with the diamond cut. We could go all night, we ain't gotta rush. Uh. And 
And before I ask you the uh, your opinions, I wanted to bounce this past you. Sweetie is in here. She does a rap line, obviously. That was a rap line. She also sings in this one. And I don't, I I, I mean, it's really weird to, to hear her sing. But Sweetie sings in this one as well. She does a, a line right before her rap line. Uh, so it's really cool. So let me start out by going to Alon. What do you think of it? Yeah, Sweetie sings on some of her stuff too, a little bit. So uh, yeah, she's talented as hell. And I have a little K-pop, y'all, all-girl group K-pop band. I love that tracks. I love what K-pop does in general. They're, you know, they take the sort of beats and musical styles that America was into that was much more upbeat than the current trends here in America. And I love all their music. You know, you've been listening to the show. I've been bringing a lot of uh, Young Kook here and and stuff like that. So big fan of this song. Cool, cool track, Danny. Great find. Good, Bob Chia Party. What do you think of Ive and Sweetie? I love the you know the whole K-pop what you call scene. Um, actually, I almost got very involved with it going back mm. 10 12 years ago oh um, you it missed was just it was just starting i mean i wanted <laughs> to get involved and i just you know we, i remember putting together a marketing proposal for this company that was big over there and a buddy of mine who works with a, a, a you know yoshiki who's a big uh um rock what do you call it asian artist right um all involved in the same the same scenes back and forth and uh, it's it's amazing to see how it's grown. I was just blowing up, and that was a great song. I thought that was a really good one. Good, good, good pick, Danny. Right. Alon, what do you have for us today? All right, this this uh, artist I discovered on Instagram. So that you know, the al- Instagram algorithms obviously liked what I was sharing and posting about and whatever. And I started seeing videos from this artist, and the vo- female vocals on here are fire. And this track was one they were featuring. It just came out earlier, uh, at the end of twenty twenty three uh great track i'm i'm digging on it. you guys have to obviously let me know what you think this is nobody loves me by rivals Man, I, that's an easy one to like, and I, I really like the groove in that one. I, I forget what they actually call it, a shuffle beat, the boom boom dappa doom dappa kind of thing. Um, yeah, I don't I don't say it right. But anyway, I like the feel of that. So, Alon, what about you? Uh, or, Bob, what about you? I thought that was very cool, too, man. I mean, again, like you, you said, it's the, I don't know what that beat is, what that sound is, but it's just... And there's a lot of a lot of rock stuff is doing that these days and mm-hmm. uh, it's just like almost like an imagine dragons kind of a kind of a feel to it and uh yeah that works great for me and i love in the chorus to go to that halftime uh and just get that really heavy groove mm. uh and I, I don't know i don't know if you've heard of them but maybe you should reach out to them see if they need some promotion just saying yeah maybe <laughs> maybe you know so we are rivals on instagram at we are rivals Okay. Hey, um, we've got Andy Gould getting ready to join us one song away. But uh, so hang tight for that. Also, Bob Chiaparty, uh, this is a new uh, a new rapper, or not a new rapper, but an up-and-coming rapper. Been out for a little bit. Um, and you've got it on your program. So let us know about this one. Yeah, this is Fendi, the rapper, who we've had on before. Um, we had a song with her, Point Me To, with Cardi B. Which did you know did great? I mean, you know, twenty three million um, streams on Spotify alone. Um, one Margarita was another one mm-hmm. that she was involved in, and uh, 
what do you call it? This uh, this new song, I, I also think. And we got lucky enough to get the song came in a little short. And uh, Danny Myers did us a, a big favor and did a remix for it and tweaked it up some. And uh, love what you did, Danny. Want you want you spin a little bit? Let's, ah, let's see. What I get the to play the. Thing. I get to play. This is like a world debut, just for the record. Um, there you to, go. Yeah. Um, this is in the trunk. It's Fendi da Rappa, not rapper Bob. Rappa. That's what uh, well, featuring... my, my, my Brooklyn accent got got uh, mixed up there, but yes, I meant Rappa. <laughs> yeah, the Brooklyn accent. Yeah, exactly. featuring <laughs> Glorilla. Here it is. Hey, let me go up. Uh, this bitch toe up. Uh, I'm trying to fold her. Hey, what you know her? I don't care. She gon' fuck just cause she know us. In a fuck, fucking good, fuck a show for. Love, niggas weak as fuck She got a butt, big as fuck It look cheap as fuck I got a bitch, yeah, we in it And we deep as fuck I'm in the billy, acting silly She try eat me hey, up A.S. dead, throw it back Bitch, I got a sack I'm in a trap with the gat Trying to get it back That pussy fat and it's wet Let me add tax I eat it off the bone If it's real wax <laughs> You know, there's a line and this song a little bit further down that I just, it just, it's stuck in my head. And I, I can just, like, I'm picturing me playing this in a strip club, right? The line is, um, it said, I hate your BBL. Your doctor need to be smacked or something like that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Somebody <laughs> needs to smack your doctor up or something like, I can't remember exactly yeah, what yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. but I'm just, I'm picturing having a girl with a BBL on stage and all of a sudden that line comes up. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um i, I heard I your tip there danny i don't know uh <laughs> yeah well i'll do it for the girls that don't tip that well that have bbls and spend all their money on the bbl and can't pay their dj <clears throat> uh, okay but yeah i've um i've been uh, digging that song i've been playing it for two days non-stop because i've been working on that remix so i have heard it um probably about a thousand times and uh and, and i do dig it so uh alan uh no cool yeah love the kick uh and the 808s on there, some big fat bass for the club. And Fendi to Rappa is laying down some great lines there, man. So, yeah, big fan. And then Glorilla's on it as well. So, yes. Yeah, can't really go wrong there, man. Awesome. Okay. Well, we have got Andy Gould getting ready to join us, and we're going to do that right after this. Hey, this is Dak Boy from the ET Boys, and we would like to give a shout out to all the Panda DJs and entertainers that have been supporting our new song, Bong Bong. Thanks so much. Hope to see you out in the clubs. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. 
Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. Hey, welcome back, Panda Off the Charts. So what's hot in the Strip Clubs podcast on Pantheon Podcast Network? Danny Myers, Bob Chiaparty, Alon Fong. We have got an amazing, outstanding guest here with us today. Let me tell you a little bit about him. As an artist manager, this guy's worked with Pantera, White Zombie, Rob Zombie, Linkin Park, uh, Lionel Richie, Morrissey, Guns N' Roses. As a producer, he uh, did all six of Zombies films, recently produced a supernatural film, Hellbilly Hollow, and that's with Kurt Dimer, and we are friends with Kurt Dimer. He's been on the show, and actually he's kind of a neighbor of mine, about 30 minutes from me. Um, you're currently working... Because the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> currently you're working with uh, a country artist, Caroline Jones. You're working with Tempt, Yachtly Crew, and Black Smoke Trigger. Oh, and Drowning Pool. So uh, let me bring him on right now. This is Andy Gould. Andy, welcome to What's Hot in the Strip Clubs. Hey. hey. How you doing, guys? Good. Industry legend and icon, Danny. Yes, Uh yeah. You know, I I just read that whole bio and everything, and I'm sitting there. That that is an impressive, impressive resume of all the people that you've worked with and stuff. So I think, you know, what I always like to do is get those behind-the-scenes kind of commercial or kind of questions in there. Of all of those people that you worked with, which one surprised you by being probably the nicest or easiest to work with? And you weren't expecting them to be a nice and easy one to work with. Well, you know, it's 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 a it's a very difficult the 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 relationship manager artist is a is a very difficult relationship at, at the best of times because you really are you're wearing a lot of hats. You're in a mm-hmm. in a way you're um, you're looking after this person. You're the your 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 mom, your dad, you're the therapist. You know, you're the business advisor. You you are everything. So when you take that many roles on with just one person, um, it can be they can all be difficult. I mean, you know, you know, I I spent twenty five, twenty six years with Rob Zombie through White Zombie and Rob Zombie, and he was, you know, we were we got to be friends, and mm. that's you know, that's in some respect, it's not even a it's not even a really good thing to do. You mm-hmm. always want to keep it as business because, you know, but you can't help it, you know, if you spend that much time with someone. So that was easy. But they all had, you know, there were moments in time, you know, famously Morrissey, a lot of people know he's very difficult. 
and certainly Axel can be very difficult. But there were moments in time where we had wonderful, you know, we had wonderful times together. You know, the the and I'm not just painting it that way. I mean, it just is. If you manage someone, if it's horrible all the time, you just, you know, you wouldn't do it. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and so I look back now as I've got a little older, I look back and I like there were, you know, I remember being up at Coachella with Morrissey and the night before Coachella, we had a trivia thing that just basically me and him and a couple of guys in his band, we we were up till like four in the morning mm. doing British rock trivia. <laughs> and it, you know, just having a glass of wine, and then, and then the next day, he did the Coachella gig, and it was a disaster oh, <laughs> because wow. he could smell the, you know, like he could smell the meat burning <laughs> at the because he's a he's a diehard, you know, vegan Peter. Oh wow! Uh, you know, people for the ethical Oops. treatment of animals, um, uh, advocate, and he, they were some someone who didn't realize they had both Morrissey and Paul McCartney on were <laughs> grilling meat right by the stage. <laughs> and, and that went, that, that it went from like one of the great sort of days of like, Oh man, I'm really, you know, this is, we've got this great connection together to like, <laughs> yeah. Oh man. And that's it, you know, I mean, and, and after, you know, after doing this for a long, long time, you have, you know, they're the, they're the uh, they're they're the hills and valleys of huh. of management. If you're going to do it, you've got to you've got to be prepared for the absolute worst. And you know, he famously said, "I can smell meat on he, on stage." <laughs> he said, "I can smell meat burning. I hope it's human." I mean, he you know, and I sat there. I was standing on the side of the stage with my with my then a, a, assistant. I was like. This is not good. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Alana, I know you had some questions for Andy. Yeah, so you've had an expansive career. Obviously, you started in music. I sort of two. One is it says you started as a T-boy with George Martin at uh, AIR Studios, uh, who worked with the Beatles. Now, were you there for some of the final Beatles stuff or no? Uh, I, I came in right at the very, very... I came in like 1969. Mm -hmm. It was really basically all over by then. I could rewrite history and say I was there, but it... It was coming to to an end, but okay. you know, for who for people out there that are sort of listening, that thinking about you know doing this for a living, it it was really I come from I came from very um, humble beginnings. My, my background in uh, South London, you know, we were blue collar poor, uh, but but you know, not, we didn't really want for that much. It just we didn't know what we didn't have, sure. but um, I knew I wanted to be in the music business and. I, um, my career guidance teacher, I went to my career guidance day. My teacher was like, you'll never be in the music business. You'll <laughs> never be in the arts or the entertainment. Those jobs are reserved for people in the know, people that are connected, people that are well-to-do. Your dad was a carpenter builder. You'll be a carpenter builder unless you want to stay on at school and maybe you can get a job in a bank, you know, in five years. And I knew that wasn't for me. And I remember even talking to my dad and he was like, well, then go up and I can't help you. I can't make one phone call. I don't have one person that I know in the family anywhere that can make a call. But why don't you go up and see what you can do? And, you know, maybe if you haven't made, if you haven't kind of, I was 15 for God's sake. 
Mm. Um, you know, I, I see 15 year olds now and I'm like, was I really out working? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I went and I got a job as a bike messenger for Chapel Music, which is like Warner Chapels now, very famous big music publishing company. And one day I was delivering some sheep music, how long ago it is, uh, <laughs> to, to George Martin. And I, I could see that their office was a little unkempt and I was like, do you need someone here? I hated being a bike messenger. Being a bike messenger in <laughs> perhaps in LA or in Nashville, <laughs> where you know, a lot of the time it's nice and warm. There's a lot of girls walking around. Um, it's one thing being a bike messenger in England where it fucking rains all the time. <laughs> First of all, it's really dangerous. And second of yeah, all, sure. it's miserable. I got I, I asked them if they needed someone to be there's a job in England called a tea boy, which is T E A. Um, whatever you do, you gotta make a good cup of tea. <laughs> I was wondering um, what that was. If yeah. you know anything about the English, we live on our tea. Yeah, it's tea time. <laughs> I've already had three cups today and I'll fourth in a minute. Um but um so I got a job working for, you know, eight months almost to the day when wow. the guy said you will never be in the music business. I was working for George Martin. And That's the, pretty quick. The Beatles, you know. That's amazing. It's amazing. But as a, just as a kid, you know, making yeah. tea, running errands, and doing all the jobs that no other guy wanted to do, and that was, you know, I like I got in. I remember, like clearly, going to a, a subway station or the tube, as we call it in England, and calling my mom and going, "I'm in. I got in. Yeah, this is the real music business. I'm in." And again, as I say, that was like 1969, 1970. Wow. Awesome. And uh, that's 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 quite a few years ago, if my math is correct. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, one question for you. So I have a little history with Guns N' Roses, one of my favorite bands, too. And uh, when did you manage Guns N' Roses? Oh, this was during uh, the uh, Chinese democracy. Okay, because I, I think way, we might have met. Way, we way, may have met. So I was, uh, I, went, uh, I, uh, I was on tour with them in Canada. Uh, so the winter of 2010, when they played Montreal and Toronto, uh, Nikki chips, uh, is a friend of Axel's and did their social media and worked for them. A good buddy of mine. And so they surprised me for my 40th birthday. <laughs> and so we got to go backstage and hang out and do all the parties and hotel rooms and all that stuff with the band. But I was going to ask you, so, you know, as you've gone through, you know, obviously you had a hard rock connection early on and have worked with other bands. Um, how was it, managing a band that was legendary but a different lineup that must have been a really interesting time especially as a, a business person their first new album in 15 years you know Axel was really the only original member left how did you what 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 was your approach to that sort of that's fascinating well you know that was a it was a very tr uh troubled time for Axel I'm very happy you know that he's out the other end of it and seems to be in a really good space now um but that was a time when he had, you know, self-imposed himself that he hadn't gone out, he hadn't left the house, he hadn't gone out for a long time. And he was just concentrating on trying to make this record, which I always believed had become a little bit of a, you know, sort of monkey on his back, you know, because sure. he spent 10 years trying to get this thing right. And he had, you know, he'd made it. The, 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 the crazy thing about Chinese democracy I, I have to be a little careful what I say because, you know, we all sign these NDAs. NDAs yeah. mm -hmm. But the crazy thing about 
and I think most people know this, the crazy thing about Chinese Democracy is how many great songs are not on that record. Really? There's like amazing, I think there's another album worth of stuff that he recorded around then um, <laughs> that didn't make the record that I always thought were like, you know, because by the time Chinese Democracy come out, a lot of those songs had leaked. You right. Know, yeah. There's this, you know, there's different versions of them, and I always thought there were there were other stuff. There was other stuff on the record that was really amazing, but it was really hard to get it out of his hands and to be released. And in the end, we almost, you know, and I did this with Irving Azoff. We we almost sort of like we have to release this. We made yeah. this amazing deal with Best Buy, <clears throat> where they took it. You know, they they put the record out. And I think, truthfully, I don't think Axel was really happy that the record came out. Mm. And I think if it didn't come out, he'd still be working on it. Wow. Interestingly, he told me himself, uh, we, we had a great conversation backstage here in Columbus at Rock on the Range for about an hour. And he said, Elon, you have to hear the album because he'd recorded it in 4D or whatever the next technology was. Yeah, yeah, all sorts of new technology. Yeah, yeah. And he said, you have to hear it. He's like, the. Uh, Blu-ray CD doesn't even do it justice. You have to hear. There's so many elements to these songs you you can't even hear the way it's recorded. But thank you for sharing that. I was very curious about that. Uh, let's talk about some of your new projects. I know you have a great new rock band called Black Smoke Trigger. Yeah, I got someone hit me to a band in New Zealand, and look, I'm I'm at that place now where I don't, you know, I'm not really doing a lot of new music. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I I had a really a long, long, long successful career. I'll do, you know, I'm working with one band that you didn't mention. I'm working with Biohazard. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> legendary heavy yeah. metal band. Um, and actually Bobby helped me with that. You know, they, the, the, the four original guys wanted to get back together and, wow. you know, they haven't, they hadn't done anything as a band for like 15 years. So that was a, that's a little more my speed of getting bands that have been around for a while because sure. there's a sort of there's a shorthand that they all know that we all know that we can work together and be um, that you know it's almost like a marketing plan. You go sure. okay, we got the four guys back together. We got to go out get you know get an agent, get an agent in Europe, get a record, get this, get that. So. Um, that that was good, and so I'm, I wasn't doing a lot of new music, and then someone said, "You got to check out this band from New Zealand called Black Smoke Trigger." And I saw this video, which you can see it's up up on YouTube called uh, Undertow, mm. where they play on the beach, and then the tide comes in. They literally go underwater. Their last oh, wow. video is them playing underwater. It's and they made the video themselves. It's literally cool. one of the best videos I've seen in a while when, you know, these days people are not making really great videos so much, you know, much more, unless you're in pop or urban where they spend millions. <laughs> right. But they made, they made this really cool video. And I was like, I love the video. I love the band. I spoke to the guys. I saw some live footage. And, you know, for me, live is everything. If you go back over my career, Pantera, White Zombie, Linkin Park, all the sure. bands I've worked with, and and more Monster Magnet and Prong and then the Typo Negative, they always, you know, brought the A-game to the table live. Hmm. And that was always the thing. And these guys are really, really, really good live. And so we're just starting with them. We made an album, actually made an album in Nashville. Um, huh. 
last last year with Nick Nick Raskill in it. Um, it was a pretty famous record producer down there, and um, we're just putting the record out like right now. We're wow. doing. We just picked up a couple of really good tours for them. We're opening for Filter um, mm. in Australia and New Zealand, and then in May. This is hot off the presses. Can't be announced until Friday morning. Right. Um, we just picked up. Uh, we're we're going to open for Bruce Dickinson from Iron Maiden. Mm. Uh, he's doing a solo tour. He's got a, uh, Bruce got a solo record coming out any day now. And we're going to pick up. We're picking up dates. We picked up at least two weeks of dates with him in mm. in, uh, in May in Europe and maybe even some over here too. So, mm-hmm. and that tour is basically sold out already. Wow. He's a uh, quite rightly he's a a god over there in in you know i made in a legend sure. you would think they'd be in the rock and roll hall of fame wouldn't you yeah you would think, they will yeah. be they will be damn it yeah 100, <laughs> only a hundred million records and about uh 40 years of uh arenas and uh and Stadium. stadiums yeah. yeah yeah for sure for sure we have more with andy gould coming up plus six more songs for us to pick and that's all coming up next Welcome to Off the Charts, the What's Hot in the Strip Clubs podcast on Pantheon Podcast Network. Danny Myers, Bob Chiaparty, Alan Fong. Man, ah, God, Andy, Andy Gould, just such a great interview. We got more coming up with him here in just a little bit. So hang tight with that. Right now, back to our picks. Boy, have I got some background on this one. Um, This is uh, from a DJ named Zerb. He's from Brazil, DJ Zerb. And Sofia Nazal, she is from Kenya. And uh, this is the Tiesto VIP mix, and it's called Milwaukee. Not Milwaukee, Milwaukee. And uh, see what you think of this. Well, you could really hear uh, Tiesto's uh, addition to that. Uh, let me go to uh, Alon first. Yeah, I've been on that original track for a while. I hadn't heard the uh, Tiesto VIP mix of it before. Uh, cool track, great track. You know me, I'm all about international sounds and flavors, which, of course, this brings a little bit of everything. So, great track. Bob Chia Party? It was a very cool track. Love the vocals. I love the openness of the production. You know, just everything is right there for you. Um Great beat. I, I I would play that at a club if I was a strip club GGA without a doubt. Yeah. And again, Tiesto, we invite you again to come on the show, bring whatever music you like, talk about whatever you like. We just want you on. You always have great music that we plug for you and play for you in the strip clubs across America and around the world. Mm-hmm. The last, I mean, the last Tiesto track that I brought, you know, I brought to oh. strip joints has been on like number one on the chart for four months yeah. i mean it's been in the top 10 for probably half a year now it, it yeah. seems like you know it's mm-hmm. just like it just goes on and on yeah um and by the way milwaukee is spelled m-w-a-k-i and it is a uh help me along uh with this language k-i-k-u-y-u kayuku kayuo sure okay yeah it's it's their language <laughs> 
and it means fire. It is also a word that is normally used as an adjective to express the character and mannerisms of a tough, no-nonsense person. Yeah. Now you know. Like okay. Bob Giaparty. He is Milwaukee. Yeah. <laughs> tough, no-nonsense. She wrote that no about nonsense. you. It's written about Bob. Alan, what you got for us here? <laughs> so this next song, uh, love this track, great house vibes. It's about you know teasing, edging, if you will. This is the Edge by Essel, E S S E L. dig it um i wish it had some a little more of uh of drums or claps or something in the beginning only for the strip club industry because in the strip club industry a lot of times the bosses are up there screaming at you you know come on this song's dead it's slow it's not slow it just the bass hasn't kicked in yet we'll pass part that fast forward past that part so i am uh, i'm hoping you're going to tell me that there are some mixes out there alan well there's an extended mix which has all the drums and stuff you need so there is an extended mix already okay good i almost sent that to you but i'm like i don't want to have to find the part of the songs we can fit in to play the 30 second window blah 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 so i send you the original which we can start from the from the beginning gotcha a lot or bob so you're saying you're just being lazy that's what you're saying <laughs> i was saving danny time i was i was being conscientious about danny meyer's time bob i'm a busy sorry. man <laughs> i'm sorry uh okay what do you think of the track bob i thought the track was great it was okay. it was cool and again it was it was you know again Lexi vocals. Uh, it's it's that's something i would put on one of my playlists but i, I don't i don't know if i would put it on my strip club playlist but i definitely would want to put on one of my pushing me my closer playlist. to the edge she wants her orgasm and she wants it now i know and i would put that on one of my my <laughs> still kind of what do you call it get a dance to that push me closer to the edge yeah there you <laughs> go private dance private dance see bob um you've got another track for us i do as a matter of fact go figure, go figure. um this this one is by an artist named laurel this track i you know again i came across it on uh on new music friday and uh i thought it was a really cool track um and then digging digging into the artist and it's while new to me i mean apparently she's got almost a million monthly listeners on spotify she's gotten a juno award which is a canadian grammy she got a golden disc award which is a korean grammy um she's got over 200 million streams combined worldwide um i think she's uh, something that's going to happen here um but this track let's see what you think um it's called ready for this by laurel
I, I got to tell you, that song shocked me because, you know, I was like, yeah, yeah it's not. and then all of a sudden that verse or that chorus came in. It's like, whoa, where did that come from? You know, because it kind of had me um, kind of in that laid back. Yeah, it was kind of a cool groove. Oh, shit. Are you ready for this? Very cool. I, so, yeah, I, I saw this as being like a great um, feature song because, you know, it comes in so and then like, boom, you could whip off that costume and and what do you call it and there it is you know are you ready for this just perfect 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 wording and we just fit well with a with a entertainer's dance routine nice in my mind a lot dude that chorus is fire when that beat dropped and that keep oh my you saw i, I had the stank face on <laughs> there you go you made there me you stank go. face uh, there you go <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what, we got three more songs in Off the Charts, so one pick from each of us, and we've got uh, the second part of our interview. Uh, see, man, Andy's been hanging very patiently in the background, so we're going to bring Andy back on right after this. This is Tony West from Blacklist Union, and you're listening to What's Hot in the Strip Clubs on the Pantheon Podcast Network, where you can hear my new track, Keys to the Kingdom. Welcome back to Panda Off the Charts. So what's hot on the Strip Club's podcast on the Pantheon Podcast Network. We have Andy Gould patiently waiting. We're going to bring him back on next. And I do believe, Alon, you have a question for Andy, right? Now, I got to ask you about your T-shirt. Is is So he has a T-shirt, Andy does, that said, says Yachtly Crew. So is this Christopher Cross in the style of Motley Crue? Yeah, what is Yachtly I Crew? Mean, <laughs> again, you know, these things kind of weirdly... I, I was seeing a band. This is a, I love this story. It's my favorite story recently about what I do. I I, I, had, I was a friend of mine wanted me to see a band at the Whiskey A Go Go up on mm -hmm. the Sunset Strip, and the band were horrible. So I'm not <laughs> going to say who they were. <laughs> and uh, the band were not good. And I was like, oh god, I can't. Yeah, but I did my deal. I went and saw the band to so let them know I was in the room. Did, did my friend a favor. And then about halfway through, I'm like, okay, I'm, you know, it's, I'm, <laughs> I'm done with this. Mm -hmm. And I walk out of the whiskey. This is absolutely true. I look down to my left where the Viper room, not for much longer, sadly, but the Viper oh, room. No, I heard. And there's this huge crowd of people out there. Now, the Viper room used to be, for people that don't know, used to be the hippest, hottest club here in LA. I but bet. it hasn't been hip and it hasn't been here, but it hasn't been hot for a long, long, long time. And so a crowd outside of that venue was very unusual. So, you know, curiosity gets the better of me. And I walk down, it's only a block. And I see now all these people wearing the fucking sailor hats. <laughs> um, so I know the doorman at the Viper Room, because what I do for a living, I'm always in and out of the club. And I went, what's going on down? I go, Andy, I can't let you in. You know, I... I'll let you in for anything in my in my club, but this is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. What's going on? Played here. They play every once a month, you know, um, for the last few few uh, few months, and you literally can't get in. Uh, I've got the fire marshal wow. about to shut us down. And as we're talking, five girls walk out of the club. One of them, who's obviously been um, overserved, can we say. <laughs> And it's about to lose her cookies. Um, <laughs> and her four girls that are going to hold her hair like good girls do. And, um, he goes, quick, run up and see it. So I ran up and I saw this band who were really, really good. But they do, you know, they do this kind of what yacht rock, yeah. which is, as you say, it's Hall & Oates, it's uh, Toto, 
It's Christopher Cross. It's the Pina Colada song. Little River Band. They do it really, really well. The singer's amazing. The band play great. Um, incredible, incredible guitar player. Great rhythm section. Um, and, and real stars. And I, you know, last time someone asked me to look after a band that was mostly covers was that Steel Panther yep. band. Mm. And I didn't do it. Ah, um, and, uh, great band. You know, uh, that one probably, you know, that one, co that one cost me. I <laughs> and so I, I, you know, I spoke to the guys. They somehow knew who I was. Shocking. Would you ever manage a, uh, would you manage a cover band? And so I, we literally started working like, like two months before the pandemic. Oh. But we kind of got through it. And now we're making, you know, we're, we're playing to like crazy numbers. Yeah. You know, like we just, we did last year, we did the Burbank Bowl, which awesome. is like 4,000 people, which we sold out. We sold 4,000 tickets down awesome. in San Diego, 2,000 in Chicago. And it just keep growing and growing. Um, we, you know, we went and got a record deal for them um, that uh, with the, with Jimmy Buffett's label, sadly. Wow. It was the one little bit of tragedy in the, in, a, in an otherwise amazing story that our record label president um and and you know guy who i think invented you know marketing and merchandise in the music business hmm. if you think about what jimmy buffett did jimmy buffett oh, was yeah. you know he's 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 i called him the og the original the original godfather gangster of yacht rock <laughs> right i mean it's um it's amazing and now we play we play margaritaville in the uh in the set and it's amazing how loud the crowd is singing it mm. um, yeah. and i do i i believe actually with with yachtley and we're talking now our big push this year is to do television with them because they have a great live show man bobby's seen them yeah um, the it, it is to get them on you know get them on tv so oh yeah the rest of the world can get to see it and mm. I, I think if we do that and we do it the right way um maybe maybe not so much late night talk shows but more the kelly clarks and oh yeah you know sure. the daytime talk fallon would love them though yeah I, get... well he would love them and and kimmel is a jimmy kimmel is a is a is a friend and he's a huge yacht rock fan oh that's awesome so, you know it's Corden. Uh, i mean there's so many who probably loved it yeah Got to get I them mean, to bring back, uh, bring back Love Boat and have them be like the house, you know, the house the band. band. Yeah. yeah, right. You can do a whole show. Let's not bring yeah. back Love Boat. Ah, um, there we go. It's, it's been really fascinating to build this band, and then sort of going back to Black Smoke Trigger, we're just doing all the stuff. We're you know, bringing in marketing and bringing in uh, publicity, bringing in social media. We're really just starting with the band. But the the guys have um they have a really good live show. They made a great record, and um, we've uh, we've been, I've been very lucky with this. Uh, I I think it's going to be. I have a good feeling this will be the next kind of rock rock band that does well for me. Mm, very good. We are uh, visiting with Andy Gould. He is an artist, manager, producer, uh, and just a really big deal in the music business. Uh, we were just talking about uh, Black Smoke Trigger. Uh, they just recorded a new, a new song called The Way Down. What did you have to do with this song? I'm going to play about 30 seconds of it, but I want to know first what you did with it. Well, again, you know, the guys played me some demos um, that they were um, 
and we were like, let's go find a producer. And, um, you know, Nick, Nick um, Reskalinitz, who lived there, who did Hailstorm and did uh, the Foo Fighters and done a whole bunch of uh, other, you know, w- well-known uh, rock and roll bands. I, I sent him sent him down some of the music and he loved it. Mm. And so we flew them we flew them over and they camped out in Nashville and made a, a really good record. But it was fraught, mm. fraught. With, I don't say fraught very often. It was fraught with danger. <laughs> um, oh. One of the guys in the band had a a, um, a, a DUI on his uh, on oh. his uh, thing, and they were giving him a real hard time about coming in. And then the producer got COVID. The band got oh. COVID. Oh got man. Him. We we had to jump through like crazy hoops to get it, it, <laughs> this record should be called Mission Impossible. <laughs> it was a moment in time when it looked like there was like there was something working against us. But you know that's when uh, that's when we do what we do. We kind of knuckled down and we made it work somehow. Um, and uh, it, it took probably a year longer to make the record than I would have liked it to, mm. just because of all of the setbacks. Um, and you know, New Zealand is great, but it's a, it's really, it is really the other. It's like, might as well manage a band on fucking Mars. Yeah, <laughs> New Zealand's out there. It's <laughs> really a long way away, and it's, uh, <laughs> it's hard to get stuff done. But you know, and actually, it's really funny because there's a really cool music scene coming out of out of New Zealand right now. There's like hmm. half a dozen bands that are really, really, really cool. You know, we're as I say, we we start. A touring in Australia and New Zealand. Um, a lot of people think Australia and New Zealand are really close to each other. They're not. Yeah. It's like you know, Australia to New Zealand is like New York to LA. It's <laughs> like five hours. Yeah. And it's a it's a, it's going and it's starting to make some noise. And the video the the videos are um, getting a lot of attention and. Uh, we're pretty happy with it. Okay. So. Well, well, let me uh, take a second. I've got 30 seconds is all I'm allowed to play of the song uh, so we don't okay. get Spotify upset with this. Um, and I want to play uh, for our listeners 30 seconds of this song, Black Smoke Trigger. It's called The Way Down, and uh, and it rocks, man. Check it out. Really good Okay, so I cheated. I went 35 seconds. Don't sue me. <laughs> I tell you what, man, that song that song drives, man. I, I listened to that when I was queuing up the uh, the show uh, this morning, and that song's got some drive, some punch to it, and I, I can see that one working working well in the strip clubs. Yeah, it's getting there. We're getting there. We're just, I mean, literally, this is the we just lit the you know lit the fuse on this one. So we we we're we're, uh, we're working. Okay, I was gonna say no. I the, first of all, the production on it is fantastic. The, all the sounds are clear, clean, distinct. Yeah. Each part, the drums, the bass, the vocals, guitar, all of it. So it sounds phenomenal. Uh, I can't wait to hear more. I mean, like I said, this is a, a baby band. I'm sure they have a bunch of stuff written. Uh, I can't wait to hear the whole album and whatever else. Yeah, they the record's produce, really man. good. Record's really good. Have you heard it, Bobby? I can't remember. No, I have not. This is the first. Oh. This is the first time when you sent it to me. It sounds great. Okay. Yeah. Very, you know, again, what's why when you, you, you sent me, you know, a few songs and said, which do you think would be great? And this was, uh, this was like, bing, right there. That's, yeah. that's the one. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they did a video with them on the tallest building in Auckland. There's this huge mm-hmm. like space needle type thing <laughs> where they got permission to jump off the building Ooh. on on a bungee, you know, on a yeah. Floor. It's really I'm not a big um not a big fan of heights. <laughs> no. Not, I, you know. And all the band members jumped off or just one or two? Uh the guitar player. Ah. Okay, they could have ended badly. I was gonna you could have had a really uh, short, it short career. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, as, the, as what I a said, publicity stunt. I was like the guy who runs the band, Charlie, I was like, Charlie, you you nearly drowned the band in the first video. <laughs> now you're jumping off the building. Yeah. It was like, I've got this idea for playing on top of a train. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> that's oh, going to be man. fire. And then they'll do the yeah. so all four elements, they have air, water, fire. And then they'll be like, all right, picture this, guys. There's an avalanche. There's a landslide. And we're playing in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. But check out, check out if you're, if you're just, if you're sitting in front of your computer, check out Undertow, which is off of a, 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 the first EP they made for before sure. I was oh. involved. And then the Way Down video is really, really cool. Very cool. Well, I want to go to uh, Bob Chiaparty from stripjointsmusic.com because you and Andy, you go back how many years? Oh, my God. When Andy. dinosaurs roamed the earth. It's got to be 30 years, right? Really? Oh, yeah. Longer. Uh, yeah. I mean, what? I'm mean, Again, I, we did this not too long ago and I already forget. What was the name of the band that uh, Dear McQuinn had? Oh, Export. Export. Living yeah. in the fear of the... Private Eye. Private Eye. That's... <laughs> They're not all winners, guys. They're not all winners. But... <laughs> I'm like, I've never heard well, of that. That was, yeah, that was a, that's what was the first introduction, and we uh, we started hanging, and we became you know best buddies. And I'm going out to L.A., and whenever I go to L.A., I always stay at Andy's house because we spend so much time running around and banging up the town uh, that uh, it's not worth me going to a hotel. <laughs> there you go. Do you by chance have a website where uh, like maybe you've compiled all of the stuff that you have done or do you have no, uh, maybe I'm, a I'm Spotify a little, channel? I'm not quite as bad as a couple of my other colleagues, but I am, I'm somewhat digitally invisible myself. You know, I mm. like to rather get behind the bands. I, I probably shouldn't. I probably should do more uh, to promote myself. I'm, I'm just one of the things the other things that I'm doing is uh, I'm just starting a new movie, mm. which I don't think anyone knows yet. We're just about to do a little crowdfunding uh, thing. It's co- uh, it's called Pandemic. Mm. Um, okay. Pandemic parentheses a sex party. And, uh, <laughs> it's a group of inf- this is set in two years from now when there's been a really bad, another bad, bad pandemic, and the Ooh. whole world is on lockdown. And most people have lost their jobs. The only people that are working are um, influencers. Um, <laughs> you know, AI has killed a lot of careers, and it's influencers <laughs> and OnlyFans girls. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and, and they all get together, break the law, and go up to Joshua Tree to film themselves to make some money. And uh, <laughs> of course, the, you know, the police are not around because everything's on lockdown, and they run run into. Uh, the uh the wrong set of people shall we say. Ah, and it's awesome. really cool i'm really uh really it's a great script it's a guy miles the director did all the ice nine kills videos sure. okay and you know they're very much a horror kind of they got that uh, theme to them and um the script's great the budget's really doable and we're gonna film 
I wanted to film in April, but it'll probably be May, and we'll have the movie ready back end of the year. But um, it's a it's a terrific little script, and it's very, in a way, like my early days with Rob Zombie, like House of a Thousand Corpses and, and uh, Devil's Rejects. It's got a, it's definitely got that kind of flavor. A lot. So, well, I can help you out a little bit. So uh, I looked it up for you. Yachtly Crew, you can find it at yachtlycrew.com. That's Yachtly, like the boat, Y-A-C-H-T-L-E-Y-C-R-E-W.com. Oh, and, yeah, all my bands are up there, yeah. And blacksmoketrigger.com. So yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can follow them on Instagram that way, too, at blacksmoketrigger, and I believe Well, at- uh, we're just about to launch the whole thing with Pandemic, the movie. I like, I do like making movies. It's a great, uh, it's a, it's a fun thing, and I, you know, uh, hats off to my old you know as i say i managed rob for a long time and made some of made some great movies with him and i'm happy to continue you know making movies i just did that one with kurt dimer mm-hmm. which i'm actually not sure of the status of right now but i know i know he he'd got someone who wanted to put it out that was uh hell hell billy hollow was that one Hell billy hollow yeah. yeah, we had Kurt uh, on as a guest uh, about two, three, two years ago, yeah. I think it was. We had right. Kurt on as a guest, and as I said in the intro, um, you know, he's he's sort of a neighbor of mine. He's about 20 minutes away from me on the east side of Cincinnati. I'm on the north side. So, uh, you know, it was, it was great to talk to him, and I got him yeah, to come know. up to my club one time, and that was awesome. So, uh, But, Andy, I want to take an opportunity. I mean, we could talk all day, um, but I want to take an opportunity to thank you so, so much for taking time out of your day. Oh, no, my pleasure, guys, anytime. And, and I'll end on this one note, Andy. If you ever do a movie and you have a strip club scene and you need strip club DJs, uh, Alon and I would be happy to jump in there. Yeah, Cast yeah. Us. I mean, hey, I've done it. I, you know, when I, I did Halloween, I did one of the Halloween movies with Rob Zombie, and we had a we had to use a, a club down in, um, oh, my God, just outside of Atlanta. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know the scene though, at least. And uh, <laughs> you know that was uh, that was pretty crazy. Awesome. It's pretty crazy. We we rented the strip club for the whole day and the whole night, wow. and that uh, was that uh, was uh, that was pretty fun. Very cool. Well, Andy, once again, thanks again. Thank you. Appreciate Thank you, you, man. Um, I could talk to him all day, man. A guy, I just you know, the stories he can tell, the life that man has led. It's cool. just unbelievable, and uh, and as he said in that interview, he agreed with Alon. Alon does some really really cool interview shows uh, on Behind the Curtain, and uh, I know um, you just you're getting ready to release one. What was the one you're getting ready to release? Yeah, so as some of you know, I just did the uh, interview with Stephen Rosen about Eddie Van Halen, the book Tone Chaser, and now I have the interview with. Darren Poltrowitz, who wrote the book "How David Lee Roth Changed the World," so we get a now we saw a lot into Eddie Van Halen. Now we're going to get a good look at David Lee Roth. So another great two-part interview I did with Darren Poltrowitz. Hopefully, I'll have that out in the next week to ten days. Very cool. Look forward to that. All of our websites, wow, what's hot itsc.com, so you can check those out. Back to our picks. Uh, my last one. It's really strange on this one. This is Little Nas X. Um, and it's called Jay Christ. And I don't know, the first couple times I heard it, I didn't care for it, and then it grew on me. So let me see what you guys think uh, hearing it. Bust down chain, that was 30 bins. Bust down wrist, that's my bust down 30 inch. Walk up in the club, popping shit like it was double mint. Looking for a team, we only settle when it's settlements. Uh, 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 let them slide, yeah. That shit wasn't quiet, yeah. Now I'm on a ride, yeah. I'm finna take 
That shit wasn't quiet, yeah Tell him come outside, baby, we ain't tryna hide I'm on, I'm on, I'm brave You know when I'm back Lil Nas X, Jay Christ, uh, Alon Fong I have so much to say So this track uh, caused a lot of controversy, Danny The video is very controversial Particularly among Christians Who mm. objected to Lil Nas X dressing up as Jesus in the video Oh, It caused a firestorm of, of negative reaction to Lil Nas X So much so that he recently apologized and said it wasn't his intent to fan, fan the flames like that and, and offend people like that, etc. So we'll hear about all this and more because the J. Christ song and video coincides with the release of the upcoming documentary on HBO and Max on January 27th called Lil Nas X Long Live Montero. So I'm sure they will dive into that. But this video was really controversial. Hmm. Um, As for the song, would you play it in a strip club? As for the song, yeah, I thought it was cool. I was here bouncing around. I liked it a lot. I didn't really get a chance to listen to the lyrical content or anything that much. I was too. The beat's great though, mm-hmm. and the piano line and the bass that bounce it has, I loved. So yeah. And Bob Party? I dug the song as well. I mean, again, I'm you know me. I like things a little bit more kicking and and in your in your face type of a thing, a little more grind into my, uh, which will bring me to the my last song later on, but. Uh, but overall, I, definitely a song I could see being played and uh, one I would enjoy listening to if I was in a club. Cool. Uh, okay, Alon, you have one more, then Bob has one more. So uh, what, what are you going to have as our second to last song on the show? All right, so yes, my final track, a uh, really cool track by Ella Henderson. It features Rudimental. It also features a very well-known sample. Let's see if you guys can uh, <laughs> notice what the original song that it comes from is. This song is called Alibi, Ella Henderson featuring Rudimental. Yeah, that was, um, you know, I, I got to tell you something, Lon. You know, normally, um, and I've been very vocal about this, I hate drum and bass. I really right. do. I cannot stand drum and bass. Um, but this one, I'm not going to say I love it. I like it a lot, though. And I like her voice, and I'm glad that uh, Rudimental is in there because Rudimental has worked with, um, let's see, Ed Sheeran. Uh, mm-hmm. Rudimental did that song that uh, I think I brought to off the charts uh, with Ray called uh, Regardless uh, that I brought Great in about song. a year ago. So, um, yeah, so Rudimental's uh, coming up there, too. And, I, and yeah, I, 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 I'd I say it's pretty good. I love yes. her voice. I mean, I just, you know me, I, I just, I'm not a drum and bass fan. It's just too noisy Danny Myers me. approved, folks. We got Danny Myers approval on a drum and bass track. That's the type of dumb, dumb, drum and dumb. bass I try <laughs> Um, drum and bass i try to bring that's got a groove it's not over the top like 180 beats per minute more like hard style or something you know yeah it's 173.99 just for the record yeah Yeah, it's not 180 bob what did you uh think of that gangsta's paradise alibi i love the song i actually am presently chasing it trying to get it on the strip joints program yes so it was a i thought it was a great pick i mean i love when they you take when again very easy to take a song and uh, an old track and and 
lift from it and put a song over it. But to do it where it really sounds great is a lot harder to do. And this is one that really, really works. So, uh, yes, two thumbs up on this one. Nice one, Alon. Good. Okay, Bob, you have one more song. You get to close the show out. Okay, well, I think it's very appropriate that I'm closing it out with a song that's titled Sex Sells. Oh, I think that, that's kind of got to be right in the pocket by an artist named uh, TX2. Um, again, up-and-coming artist on Hopeless Records. Um, he's got like half a million Spotify listeners. He's TikTok went wild with the with some of his tracks. Um, I think he's got 800,000 um, 800, uh, followers on TikTok. Wow. This is somebody you should be watching for. I think this song would work great in the strip clubs, but you tell me. Again, six, sex sells. Sex sells. <laughs> sex sells at the seashore. No, sex sells <laughs> TX2. Maybe I'm the product of a diet scene, or maybe I just got groomed. Sells. Um, that's a performance song. I talk about performance songs from time to time. Uh, not one you play for an entertainer that's just going to stand there and look at the pole and wait for the pole to spin around her. I'm talking about the kind of song that you've got a girl who actually performs to. And this is why. <laughs> I, I didn't know the pole spun around the girl. I know the pole spin. I didn't know they actually moved. To the, wow, they've changed it. See, it's, I haven't been in a strip club in a while. Yeah, uh, but I dig it. And uh, Alon, what'd you think of the song? I love that track. That was fucking phenomenal. I was air, air drumming along. I love the guy's voice. Uh, sex sells hard in parentheses is what is called on iTunes. As I'm looking at it, uh, he's got an EP out, Ghosts of LA. Go check that out. I'm going to check out everything that's on this EP, and he's another EP as well. That is a cool-ass track. There you go. Very nice. You know, before we get out of here, I um, mm. and I don't know if he'll ever hear it or not, but I have a huge, huge thank you going out to Metro Boomin'. Um, I did an Instagram post about um, the Panda top hits of, of 2023. And Metro Boomin', along with The Weeknd and 21 Savage with Creepin', was the number one song across the entire uh, year. So I did a little IG post, um, and I posted it, and I thanked Metro Boomin' and, and Weeknd and 21 Savage. Well, Metro Boomin' saw that post and, re and posted a comment on it. And that is my all-time record, almost a quarter million plays in 24 Ooh. hours. Damn. Uh, yeah. You know. I feel like... Thank I, you, it, Metro Boomin. The so for all the artists who come on our show, please, please share the show because we want to reach your audience. They want to hear what you have to say about things, about the tracks you're bringing to us and about whatever else you share on our show. Then we appreciate all that you guys do with us. Bob, you have any comments to leave us with? Happy anniversary, by the way. Happy anniversary is right. And, you know, it's great. You know, I'm, again, love doing the show with you guys. Look forward to it every month. Thank you for having me on it. And uh, let's keep on doing it for another nine years. Nice. Let's do it. All of the What's Hot in the Strip Clubs podcasts, including the Panda Top 20, Bubbling Under, Off the Charts, Classic Remixes, Flashback Friday, Strip Club Music Hall of Fame, and Behind the Curtain can be found at What's Hot, ITSC.com. Dot com. Dot com. 
Thanks for listening to Panda Off the Charts. Presented by the Professional Adult Nightclub DJ Association. Now you know what's new. Get a full list of tracks from this show and previous shows at pandaoffthecharts.com. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.